Let's go, Clint. Let's go, buddy. Big day. Let's get started here, Clint. Big day in the studio today. We got a lot going on. Let's get to the doctor. Are you a, are you a hype guy? Like you get to the gym or something, you're hyping yourself up, or how do you get started? You just you. go straight and just start doing sprints. I mean, Once what do you again, do when you get to the gym? I'm television's Clinton Yates, and you know how my operation manual goes? Push to start. That's it. Mm. That's mm. all the instructions you need. Mm. Let's go. I, I, I take my time, kind of ease into it here. <laughs> Talk to people for 10 minutes, kind of walk Sleep. around, walk okay, around this, certain. This. I'm looking at other people saying, man, he's running really hard on that treadmill. Just slow it down a little bit. <laughs> this is extremely important because it has everything to do with where we start, which is in the press room at Staples Center. Yes. Slee taking laps, glad-handing people. What was the situation like yesterday? Finally getting okay. back to see folks. Let, let me walk you through it because – it was, you know, yesterday was different. A couple of days ago, we uh, got the heads up. Okay, Russell Westbrook's going to be introduced as a Los Angeles Laker. We had a good idea. It was going to be Rob Palenka, Lakers head coach Frank Vogel, and, of course, Russell Westbrook. So the invitation part of this was, you know, we're just assuming Zoom calls. That's how everything's been. Everything's been done right. on the Zoom. It was actually, no, it is Zoom. But if you want to come down to Staples Center, you can also come down to Staples Center. So I put in my request um, and so I, I pull up, first of all, let me just say this. I didn't even know what to wear yesterday. Can I, <laughs> can I start off with that? I, <laughs> yes, I, of okay. course. I Always. went in, I went in like it was game six of the NBA finals wearing say, a suit. Okay. Suit? <laughs> like an idiot because by the time I got there, I'm looking around. I'm like, yeah, uh, Hey Al, this is, uh, definitely a little more casual. Uh, let's, let's start <laughs> off with that. So, casual so affair. get in there at Staples Center. Go do my parking. Get up to uh, you know. You show your credential, whatever the case is, and it was like it was like. Do you remember? And I, I don't know if you ex- exactly remember this, but most Laker fans will. The moment that COVID started to take its effect, mm-hmm. it started in the sports world and it started in the NBA. Yeah. The day before, Rudy Gobert. Uh, yeah, Rudy Gobert. Yeah, Rudy Gobert touched all those microphones, all that. Yeah. Touched the microphones, tested positive, all that stuff. That was the Utah Jazz Oklahoma City game. The day before that was a Lakers Nets game at Staples Center, and I want to say it was like March tenth, twenty twenty, March eleventh, oh, something like oh, that. that. Okay. That yeah. That was the last time any of us have been in that media room slash, um, right. you know, that's where they the media room. Anyway, do everything that's in a, that room. Yeah. That's the last time I've been in there. So it's like you walk in, you go to your left, you go down the stairs again. And you got a couple security guards, and now you're kind of in the tunnel way, or whatever the case right. is. You walk in, and that's where they were going to do the presser. That that it doesn't, it's not typically done there, but the way they set up the cameras and everything else. And there you are. There's Jim Hill. There's Bill Plaschke. There's you know just kind of go down the list. Some of the Lakers beat reporters: Kyle Goon, Bill Oram, Mark Medina, and Ramona Shelburne. And you're just kind of looking around, like, wait a minute here. Is this normal again? Like for a quick second, it's kind of normal. Like you're you're back in the room. You haven't been there in a year and a half. And then you know, next thing you know, you kind of find your seat. Uh, I found a way to, uh, Clint. I didn't do good with my seat. You know, like there's Where certain you? angles. This is what I was going to ask. What's the yeah. layout? Because Jim is obviously first question guy. Yep. And yep. Plasky's probably number two, and Ramon is probably number three in that situation. Unless you go with the beat guys first. Journalists, young journalists, pay attention to this stuff. It matters. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was the setup? What was the blocking? Who were you with? Okay, so Jim was definitely dead center, right? Yeah. 
and there was a the first role was for family Westbrook's family. So I think okay. he had his mom there, his dad there, his brother. I want to say his wife. So a few people, you know, obviously there in the front. Right. Um, not that many seats, maybe thirty seats total. So it's not like they they definitely limited how many people were going to come. It wasn't gotcha. like hey, this is a free for all, whatever the case is. Um, so the seats are spaced out. I just said, bro, I didn't have a good angle. I mean, the photo that I took and you yeah, know, all that awkward. stuff. So I'm like, there's two people in front of me. I want to say Jim might have been one of them that was in front of me. So just the angle wasn't exactly as good as it could be. Let's just let's just leave it at that. I mean, but you Carlo, tell them that you are Lakers talks. Alan Sliwa? Like that's usually what I do. Visual. Yep. Yep. That's, know, I mean, come on. that's usually how I walk around. I, I, <laughs> that's how I introduce myself. That's typically <laughs> that's typically how it works. Um, Carlo, who obviously does all our social, uh, he's to my left. And anyways, long story short, before we even get into any of the clips of Russell Westbrook, pretty freaking cool. Yeah. Doors open, and Russell Westbrook's wow. right there. You know, with Rob Palenka, with Frank Vogel, like. I, and listen, I, I know he's such a polarizing individual, and I know there's a lot of people. There's some people. I was reading a story this morning, and Zach Lowe has been pretty, you know, for ESPN, um, has stated his case of why he's not as excited as, you know, obviously some Laker fans may be about Russell Westbrook. There's questions about his fit. There's this, that, blah, blah, blah. When you got Russell Westbrook walking in with Rob Palenka and Frank Vogel, to take a seat on a stage, Laker media all right there, ready to ask some questions, Russell Westbrook holding a Los Angeles Laker jersey in front of him. That's kind of a cool moment, Clint. Oh, yeah. It's not too many of those that you get, and he's obviously one of those franchise type of players that's going to be the third best player on this Laker team, so that gives you a little bit of a setup there. Yeah, that's cool, man. But, I mean, the most important question is yet to be answered. Yeah. What was the food situation? Yeah. It's a it's a very fair question. No spread, Clinton. No, no spread. zero spread. Like yeah, no, no snack. Okay, so for those who don't know, the mm-hmm. Laker media room. Your boy has not been in every single media room in the NBA in the last five years. That's that. Th- those would be outdated. So I'm not gonna. We're not losing that many data points. But you know, as somebody who gets around the country and goes to a lot of different places, I can tell you a good spread from a bad one in terms of how things operate. Where does Lakers Staples be- rank? Where does Staples, Staples rank? Staples is in. I would say Staples is mid tier big city. Like. Sometimes in big cities, because the operation is too large, sometimes yep. the food is like, it's okay. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But what Staples has, which is, again, a thing that the buses do. They know how to do things right. It's got the special touches. Staples has the crustables, uncrustables, excuse me, but they have them in the refrigerator, which is vital. Okay, Can I tell you they how got disappointed you in the been. fridge next to the milk. I house those things. Thank you, yep. Bill Kalashki, for introducing me to that. All right, just to tell you how disappointed you would be. <laughs> oh, no. It was, like, it's basically blocked off, that whole oh. that whole area. They had, a, like, a yeah. black tarp kind of going over it. So even if you thought when you're walking in, hey, this is awesome. I'd love to hear what Wes was going to say. I'm going to go grab me a Crustable. Uh, that's not happening. You didn't even have that option yesterday, so I just want you to know that's that. That's a you, no. oh, Yeah, well. you, you made it sound like uh, that was the most important thing, which I get it. I understand. That's where your priorities were. Um, and then, okay, so then, you know, Russell Westbrook obviously then gets to address the media. By the way, just a quick reminder, he did join Mason in Ireland, so if um, you missed any part of that interview, you can catch that as well on uh, on ESPN app or on iTunes. So, um, so then Russell Westbrook is up there. There's yeah. 
There's a couple things I want to play here, and obviously we'll react to it. And if any Laker fans want to be a part of the show, 877-710-ESPN. You mentioned Plaschke already. So Bill asked Russell Westbrook, do you have anything to prove? Take a listen to this. Uh, No, I don't. um, I've been blessed and thankful to be able to be in this league so long and and lucky to be able to to play and and be healthy. when I got drafted uh, in the NBA, um, that was me proving people wrong. Um, when I was able to go to college and get a degree, that was me proving people wrong. Not, not a degree, I wish I got a degree. But go to college, go to UCLA from the inner city, that was me proving people wrong. Um, just making it out the hood was proving people wrong. I, I don't need to do that anymore. Um, I've been able to bless the people around me, my family, um, been able to impact people all across the world with this platform that's been given to me, and I'm uh, continue to do that. And obviously, we want to win the championship, but our ultimate goal is to make sure we use what we have to impact others around you. All right, Travis and Sleeve Show is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. So it's funny, Clinton, when I hear that question be asked, right? Let me let me look at it from a fan perspective, right? Yep. A fan perspective when you say, "Hey, Russ, do you have anything to prove?" And you would say, oh, yeah, of course. I mean, Russ, he's trying to win an NBA championship. He's never won a chip before. Maybe right. there's something, too, to the, well, KD went after he left Oklahoma City. Granted, he went to the Golden State Warriors, won two championships. This is the fourth team in four years that Russell Westbrook has been with. Sure. Like, we want to react that way. Bro, when I heard Russell Westbrook's response to that question of do you have anything to prove, I just was, like, silent. I'm like, yeah, uh, this guy's a winner. You know, like, however you want to put it, however you want to describe, however we want to look at things from a sports perspective, this dude, the way he explained, what what do you mean I got something to prove? Do you know where I come from? Do you know what my background is? Do you know where I'm sitting today? Do you know how I've been able to influence other people? Do you know how I've been able to impact others? Kind of puts things in perspective. We pay so much attention, and we're going to. This is our job. We're going to pay attention to the sports part of it. What are the chances of Lakers winning a championship? How Russell Westbrook's going to – we're going to do all that. But could you think of a better answer from from uh, Russell Westbrook when he's asked the question of do you have something to prove? No, and that's why I think this is – the bonus part of all of this is that you can say that when you are from Los Angeles – That's not something that you can just sort of rip off if you're kind of another guy from, you know, whatever, Joe Blow from Kokomo, even if you are a superstar. But the homecoming element of this, as I said yesterday, is the most fascinating part of all. And I think that's part of what you get. You mentioned, this is why I asked you to break it down. His family's right there in front of him. He's looking Mm -hmm. at, for lack of a better term, I don't want to say the fruits of his labor, but the members of his community that he's been able to help just in his family alone. And so for that to be how he opened things up to me is very heartwarming. And I'm actually really, really glad that he didn't go super gung-ho with the title talk right off the top. You know what I'm saying? That he actually humanized what the experience was going to be about because I think for a lot of people, they don't understand what the homecoming element of this really means to the players. If that's not in order, the basketball won't be in order. But this is in order. If he feels good about what he's doing overall, and it's not just basketball points rebounds and assists that's a good thing for the Lakers overall if you ask me Slee. well we we find and, and listen this is just kind of natural it comes with the territory a lot of times what do fans ultimately pay attention to 
okay, are you winning? Did you help right, the team win? What do your stats look like? And, and it, I, I get it. I understand it. You know, I, a lot of times I, I probably am not doing a good enough job because I'm paying too close attention to just that, or we're not looking at, you know, looking at things from a different perspective. But I thought that was a great answer. And that's, you know, obviously somebody that, um, I've I've spent a lot of time since the trade has happened about how I feel like this dude's going to have a chip on his shoulder and look at the right. motivation that he's going to have and that I, I I in my opinion that comes to play when you think of this trade specifically for the Lakers how it could be beneficial to them is part of the reason is AD and LeBron have one Russell Westbrook doesn't there you know there are things that you would feel help sure. motivate Russell Westbrook but that was a fantastic uh, kind of way of explaining it I want to play another clip here so another one of the questions was. Um, about how attainable it is to winning a championship. And, and and let's also say this, Russ did spend time talking about the roster and he did talk about, okay. you know, obviously uh, the opportunity to win a chip. But take a listen to this one. To be honest, uh, my mindset is I never really worry about other, no other team. You know, to be honest, I only can control what's in our locker room um, and how we're able to compete and go out. And um, I put our team up against anybody. And that's just kind of how... My mindset is, um, and that's where I stand with that. All right, so that's Russ basically saying that uh, the question was something to the extent of you're one of a few teams that have an actual realistic chance of winning a championship, and, right. and he comes out the gate saying, not worried about any of these other teams. We've got to worry about ourselves. He says something, too, that I think Clinton – um, you know, will resonate here. There's a lot of question marks about the fit. There's a lot of question marks. Can this work with LeBron and Anthony Davis? While well, LeBron needs a ball, Russ needs a ball. He had a great response. His response was, we, we are all knowledgeable in the game of basketball. We're going to figure it out. Like, right. we're going to find a way to win. We'll figure it out. Just put us all on the court together. This is the part where <clears throat> the age and experience thing, well, rather, this is the experience part of the age discussion. Because they're all close enough in the same generational basketball era where it's not mm -hmm. like you're blending a bunch of crazy styles of ball that have evolved over the years. I mean, that's just not what's happening. These guys are all from the same general era of basketball. They've been playing on, with, and against each other for decades. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Like, they needed to be friends first, gel second, and compete third. They're already friends. They're going to gel when they get back on the court. Now, again... Do I think that that means that the Lakers are going to steamroll their way to a title? No. But I also don't think that you're going to be looking at some squad that's got, like, problems just playing basketball. There's just no way. These guys are too good, and they're too old, for lack of a better term. You know what I mean? I mean that in the nicest way possible. They know too much basketball for mm -hmm. that to be the part that goes wrong. Winning and losing is a different discussion. But how they play, I don't have any concern with it at all. Okay. Let, let's do this when we come back because Russ talked about his specific fit with the rest of the team. Yeah. Um, I want to get expectations. I was mentioning, you know, I, I, we, there was a good article on ESPN with Zach Lowe about winners, losers, and the the biggest winner that I saw on there was the Brooklyn Nets. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned something, Clinton, in our prep meeting about, okay, you know, is it as simple as just saying it's a championship or bust? I want to compare – Last season's expectations, which there was some wiggle room to this year's expectations, which I don't see much wiggle room. Plus, we'll take some of your phone calls. At 9.30, we're going to talk about Dennis Schroeder. At 9.45, we'll get into Ask Slee. So all that coming up next. Appreciate you guys being a part of the show. Travis and Slee with show 
on 710 ESPN. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, Visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. All right, it's time for Straight Talk, brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Um, Clint, this is the uh, Straight Talk. As much as we talk about this upcoming team with the Lakers, there's going to be obviously one of the better teams in the NBA and is always going to be in the conversation when you're looking at championships. It's going to be the Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. Brooklyn, by the way, there's a tweet coming out here from Malika Andrews. Uh, Nets GM Sean Mark said that the Nets are talking to Kyrie Irving and James Harden about contract extensions. Mark said he is confident by the by the time training camp starts, Brooklyn's big three will be under contract with the Nets long-term. Durant already signed his extension. Why do I bring that up? I bring that up because I think it's a two-horse race this upcoming season. I think that you know, obviously the expectations for the Lakers is very simple. Go win an NBA championship. And one of the biggest question marks coming in to this season is how will Russell Westbrook fit in with LeBron and Anthony Davis? When James Harden got traded to Houston or got traded from Houston to Brooklyn, Clint, remember the conversation? The conversation was, well, there's only one basketball. So yeah. what are you going to do here? <clears throat> right? Like how, how are you going to share that ball? In this case, it's different with the Lakers. You know, obviously they're not uh, they don't have the offense or the firepower that Brooklyn does, but they, they do have a team that can play some defense. Take a listen to Russell Westbrook on sharing the basketball with LeBron. As you know, LeBron is one of the best players to play this game. Um, and his his ability to be able to kind of do everything on the floor um, allows me to be able to just figure it out. Um, I'm coming to a championship caliber team and my job is to make sure that I'm able to uh, make his game easy for him um, and I'll find ways to do that throughout the game um, as it pertains to ball handling and all that it really doesn't matter um, there's many different ways you can impact the game without having the ball in your hands um, and I'm, I've been able to do that for many years and um, I will figure it out Can I tell you Clint why I'm not as concerned about some of these concerns that others have about, well, it's LeBron and LeBron needs a ball and Russell, he needs the ball. And how are they going to do this? How are they going to make it fit? Why is that? Russ is almost a triple-double every game, right? Yeah. Well, how, how do you get a triple-double in the NBA? How, what, you, you, you can't Rebounds just be – assists are a part of you, it. You can't just be one facet of the game, right? Like there's many things that you have to do. There's some players, they, they are who they are. They're going to do one thing. They're going to focus – if you're a jump, if you're JJ Redick, that's what you do. You just hit jumpers, right? And right. certain guys, maybe you're not a good three-point shooter, but you play good defense. That's what you do. Russ does everything, and I'm not yeah. saying that Russ is the greatest three-point shooter or anything like that. I know he's got some of his no, no, no. His, but yeah, uh, he's, his he's flaws. a legitimate all-around talent on the basketball court. Like I would watch, and I didn't mean to cut you off here, but like the, no, the no, point, you do your thing. Your point about fitting in and doing everything well, like this is a team I would watch practice as much as I would watch play. 
And that's mm-hmm. because I'm a bit of a hoops junkie, but I actually mean that. I, I legitimately want to see what it's like when a guy with the skill set of a Russell Westbrook comes together with two other guys with the skill sets of LeBron James and Anthony Davis. Like, this is legitimately interesting from a basketball standpoint. It's not a problem. I don't think that any of it is going to go wrong. You know what I mean? But it's going to be like watching Jeopardy. Three smart people trying to figure out the questions on the mm. board. You know what I'm saying? This is my kind of basketball entertainment for sure. That's uh, straight talk wireless, no contract, no compromise. So let, let me play this out for you because you mentioned something when we were doing our prep call. You you said, you know, is it as simple as this? You won a championship or you didn't. Yeah. Uh, before I answer that question, I, I want you to, you know, maybe even answer your own question here, looking at it from a Lakers perspective. H- how do you look from an expectation uh, perspective on this upcoming year? I think that if you get – one finals appearance out of these next two years, I think you're good. Like, I, I, And the reason I say that is because, first of all, you've already won one with LeBron, which was important. That was the insurance ring, as I like to call it, because otherwise legacy Twitter is coming out of the woodwork telling me this, that, and a third about God knows what. No, no, no. Okay, LeBron James won an NBA championship with the Los Angeles Lakers. The next time, you know what I'm saying, the next time you check that in the record books, it'll still be there. What I'm saying is that this iteration – because of the way the rest of the league has transformed and just developed, transformed is probably not the best word, but developed. I, Adjusted. I don't know that it's, mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know that it's healthy to have, like, it's a failure if you haven't won a title. If you play for a title and you don't win, okay. You know what I'm saying? Like, this happens. To me, if they get to the finals once in these next two years with Space Cowboys, Wild Hogs, whatever you want to call this group of guys – I think that you've had a successful you've had a successful setup. And I don't think that like that's not me that's not loser mentality. It's just that like you can't expect everything of anyone. You know, Bergman's on vacation, but like the you know, everybody's available, we're gonna get everything mentality. I mean I'm joking. You know what I'm saying? Is not necessarily what makes sense here. If this team finds a way to play for a title while they're together, I think that is an incredible accomplishment in NBA history. Okay. Let me there's a couple angles I want to take here. First, mm-hmm. I'm going to read off a quote from Palenka yesterday, okay, about why they made the move for Russell Westbrook. I think this was an opportunity to make an aggressive move that we felt bettered our probability to bring the 18th title to the Los Angeles Lakers. This was an opportunity to maximize the ability to do what we're obsessed to do, and that's to bring an 18th title to the city. That's coming from Palenka, okay? okay? And the reason why I want to kind of set it up that way, I can give my... I can give my fandom of this, and I could say, uh, no, Clinton, you know, in L.A. with the Lakers, you either won a championship or you didn't. I could do that, and I, and I know that um, probably a lot of Laker fans will, will say it's a championship or bust, period. But let me tell you why what you just described about getting to the NBA Finals won't be good enough. Um, first, let me say that when LeBron came to the Lakers, and I'll continue to say it, I had mentioned hey, you won a chip with LeBron coming into his 16th season in the NBA with the Lakers, and he signed, I think at that time, it was a three-year deal. It was a four-year deal, three years plus a one-year option. Three plus one, yeah. Once they won that championship, I'm the one that's been harping, it's house money from here. It's house money. I don't okay. care. You know, it's Lakers got a chip with LeBron James. Mission accomplished. Right. But this is why the conversation starts changing because of this offseason. I thought last season – you know, as much as it was, you could say championship or bust. We had there were some built-in excuses for the Lakers. You had seventy days off, yeah. Um, so you had obviously a really short off season. That's number one. Number two, you can kind of start pointing at the fact too with the Lakers that 
They just never were healthy. That's the bottom line. LeBron got hurt. AD obviously couldn't go. So you had built-in excuses that were okay for the Lakers. James Harden was traded in the you know at the beginning of the season, so you had a roster that I don't think was prepared right. to go it's take on three repeat, stars, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, all that stuff. It's different this year. Clint, they they went out. They didn't get Buddy Heald. They went out and got Russell Westbrook. They went out and got one of the premier players okay, in the I NBA see, yeah. to go with LeBron and with Anthony Davis. By the way, this could very well play out. They get to the NBA Finals like you described, and they just can't beat the Brooklyn Nets. That can right. happen. That's not unrealistic at all. And if it did happen, you know, let's say it was a good six, seven game series or whatever the case is, you got to tip your cap. Brooklyn just played better towards the end, whatever the case is. That's not unrealistic, but what I will tell you is if that did play its course and it played out that way and the Lakers were healthy and Brooklyn was healthy, I think no question about it, Laker fans would just look at, and even the organization would just look at this season and say, this was a failed year and there's no other, you know, there's kind of no other way to describe it. And I, the reason why I wanted to read Palenka's quote, Palenka has a tendency since they won championship number 17 to keep bringing up championship number 18. Yeah, that's Palenka what is, what are wants they the it? mission eighteen or what, what? What's the word? What's the verbiage? Um, there, there's like a there's like a phrase, but like mm-hmm. I, I think that's I, that's interesting that you mentioned that Palenka said that because like of course that's what he should say, but like again, you know, like you're gonna get a great experience either way, and I don't I I would be man I'm gonna be upset if this team comes together has a great couple seasons and makes a finals run and people call it a failure. Like, come on. You know what I'm saying? I get it. But like, get ready. Hey, but, you but know, I mean, I'm ready. ready. You're boy. I'm a, I'm a man. What, I'm 40. That's what would <laughs> okay. But my point is, is that like, if you get to watch LeBron James, Russell Westbrook and AD play basketball and make it to a finals and they get, and they, as you said, and they lose to three other amazing players. That's not a failure. To me, you know what I'm saying. That's just called being a basketball fan. So I, I'm gonna and and when we come back and we're gonna get a chance to do this. I know we got a lot of calls piling up, so we're gonna get some reaction on some of this Russell Westbrook chatter, even this chatter that we're having right now with Clinton and I. Um, we'll get an opportunity to you know take some phone calls. Yeah. But I, I, I'll say this, you know, when just to kind of put it in perspective, LBJ came to the Lakers. LeBron. LeBron James came to the Lakers. He signed with the Lakers. Lakers had been, how many years in a row did they not make the playoffs? LeBron came. Seven. Okay, and you know what's funny about that? When he came, Laker fans were like, that's cool that you're here. That's awesome. Uh, So what's the deal with getting to the finals? Like, are we doing this? Or, um, you know, and, and the Palenka part of it and the Magic part of it, it's like, okay, are we trading for AD? Like, let's let's keep moving here. And that's, right. listen, it's it's different. And I don't want to, you know, I, I want to make sure that this this makes sense for the market that we're in. In Sacramento, you can get to the finals, and what an unbelievable! In Phoenix, you can get to the NBA Finals and give sure. Chris Paul and, and, a four-year yeah. and give a four-year hundred and twenty million dollar deal. In LA with the Lakers, bro, you can go trade for Russell Westbrook, and you could come back with three superstars, and you could have an incredible season and lose in the finals in six or seven games. And you know what, Laker fans are going to say. What a bunch of bums! And I and I, I say that honestly, like that's that's literally the thought process. But th- yeah. this is the one thing I love about what Palenka said. You know who wants to win a championship, championship number eighteen, as much as any fan out there, is the Lakers, their front office, and their ownership. 
That is what makes the Lakers so unique, is that the people who run the organization want to win as much as the fans. That doesn't always align in most sure. other cities, in most other markets, and most other franchises. All right, your phone call's coming up next, 877-710-ESPN, plus Dennis Schroeder just signed a deal with the Boston Celtics. We're going to talk about that coming up next. Stay right here, Travis and Sliwa Show on 710 ESPN. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Travis and Sliwa is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. All guests appear via the Goodyear hotline. Uh, Travis, who knows where he is right now? Who knows if he's back out on the golf course? Who knows if he's liquored up or not, even Harassing though it's 930 in the morning? Apply sunscreen. <laughs> Who knows? By the way, Ashley is coming up at 945. Uh, hit us up on Twitter if you want to throw in any questions, at Alan Sliwa, at Clinton Yates. Uh, Clinton, let, let's take some phone calls here. Let's do it. Um, this conversation about Russell Westbrook, expectations for the upcoming season for the Lakers. Let's start off with Patrick in Long Beach. Uh, Patrick, thanks for calling in, bud. What's going on? Thanks, Clinton. Thanks. Uh, See, I really appreciate it. Uh, I'll try to be quick, but, you know, when we were watching the rebuild, D'Lo, Randall, Ingram, Kuzma, you know, the Lakers, we bought in. We were fans. You know, we wanted to watch these kids grow. They were our guys. And then we brought in LeBron. Magic got LeBron. And and Rob made some moves, and, and we traded for AD. We... The decision was made, it's championship season. We're going for championships. And and Laker fans, like, people make fun of us. We're the most educated fans in the world. If we get to the finals and we lose to Brooklyn, like you said, in six games, yeah, they deserve a standing ovation. We lost to a better team. But we're still going to be pissed. It still isn't why we brought in Westbrook. And I think that's the expectation is we're going great, to get great basketball. We've got great basketball for the last 40 years. We're, we get a good product. We get a good game. We want to win. That's why you go to L.A. That's what we're here for. We have a great coach. We have the best players in the world. We don't win our championship. It's not a success. It's like you said, so you go to Phoenix. Go be a Portland fan. You know, that'll be great. And, 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 and Patrick, that doesn't come. Appreciate you calling in. That doesn't come out of nowhere. That's that's the expectations you built, right? So, Clint, let me give you a great example. And later in the show, we're going to talk about it because I told you I watched the Malice in the Palace, Malice yeah. at the Palace, with that documentary. You know what's one of the things that stuck out with me in that uh, documentary? They had to show Lakers and the Pistons because they were trying to tie back the storyline the season before. Yeah. Pistons beating the Lakers in the finals with Carl Malone and Gary Payne, all that yeah. stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, great. This is, well, thanks for bringing that one up out of nowhere, right? Oh, like, get pissed. in my. Yeah. Yeah, in my yeah, yeah. own in my own <laughs> head, I'm like, uh, well, that's a great tie-in to see the Lakers. You know what else I remember from some of the other, you know, Laker uh, 
you you could look at other Laker finals appearances that they had. Bro, you remember the ones they lost. I remember Paul Pierce dumping the Gatorade on Doc Rivers. I remember um, just kind of looking back, looking back at, at some of these examples of Lakers lost. And the reason why I mention that, I mention that because they don't care that you got there. They don't care that the season was fun. They don't care that the journey, the journey that you took. Like, imagine how exciting we're going to get some highlights this year with LeBron throwing a lob to Russell Westbrook. Russ no look pass to Anthony Davis. That journey that you go through starting October 2nd in preseason all the way to you get to mid-April and then the playoffs start, it all don't mean nothing unless you win it all. Well, I mean, you've got the farthest smartest fan base in the world from my understanding you know that's 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 very knowledgeable i'm not gonna lie on that one they are i'd love they, to see they the know they know GTA. their lakers basketball <laughs> you uh, don't think so call. who do we got next all right let's go to uh let's go to frank in la frank what's going on you're on uh hey, how's it going, guys? good man. how Thank you doing very good thank how's you going? good good listen i um i'm looking at it like this Okay, if we do meet Brooklyn in the finals, you know, it's not so much about how we're going to uh, uh, guard them, but how they're going to guard us. The matchups don't fit. Who's going to guard AD? Who's going to guard LeBron? And we got Westbrook, too. It just don't seem like they would be able to defend us. So I'm looking forward to seeing them in the finals. What's your guys' take on that? Frank, appreciate uh, appreciate Thanks you calling for the phone in, call, Frank. Yeah, I mean, my, I'll start. I'll start with this one, Slee. I mean, the, mm-hmm. the issue with the Nets is not about their defensive matchups. It's about the other way around. It's about who can guard KD and who can keep up with Kyrie and who can stay out of foul trouble so that James Harden is not at the free throw line twenty times a game. That, Bro, don't that's me, the issue. Don't, don't start breaking it down. I'm already getting hyped up. We got. Yeah, I got to oh, wait yeah, all the oh, way yeah. till we can we break till no, 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 October no, 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 second. Let's break I'm, out I'm the chalkboard. With uh-huh. the little, with the key on it, with all that. All right, I'll get the magnets out, and we can start doing five-a-side stuff. I can start breaking down sets if you really want me to. Okay, that you is know what? available. Give me a sec. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a couple wind sprints real quick. Give me, <laughs> give me a couple minutes here. Give me a no, couple but I mean, here. I think his question is valid. I just think yeah. that like that's not how the Nets play basketball. They're not concerned about that. What they're concerned about is filling it up, and you got to be concerned about that because they got the arguably the three best scorers in the league. On the same side. Now, not worried about it. Health is an issue, but that's how they play. You know what I'm saying? That that's literally what they're bringing to the table. They got a coach that never coached before. They're basically rolling the balls out. I mean, he coached last season, obviously, but other than that, he literally had zero experience. This is not that complicated when it comes to the Nets. Okay, if, if you're on hold right now, we appreciate you calling to the show. Around 10 o'clock, we're going to take more phone calls. So stick around with us. Eight seven 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 ten ESPN. I got to get into the story now, real quickly. And yep. uh, Dennis Schroeder has accepted an offer from the Boston Celtics for five point oh, for five point nine million dollars for yeah. one year. Yeah. Um, I want to read off his Instagram post. He said, "I'm proud to announce that for the 2021-2022 season, I'll be playing with the Boston Celtics." Let me continue here and let me take a quick little pause. This is one of the best franchises in NBA history, 
and it will be an honor to put on the green and white and do what I love. I'm going out there every night and leaving it all on the floor for the city. Um, okay, a lot to kind of take there. First, let me Being let me out of Slee's ears. By the way, you know what's funny? I, I actually, I, I genuinely, I, I genuinely believe this when I say it. Okay, I I feel bad for Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. One of the biggest storylines in in NBA free agency this year. It's not Kyle Lowry. It's not Lonzo Ball. It's not Chris Paul. Or it is part of it. One of the biggest storylines is Dennis Schroeder just signed a five point nine million dollar deal. After giving up four for eighty-four, I don't like stories like that. You know, I'm I'm not no. a fan of seeing somebody um, make that big of a mistake, and then the market says you're actually only worth this money. Um, but he ends up with the Boston Celtics. You know what this is? This is what a is standard it? situation where let's just say that like two famous people are dating, and like there's like a breakup, and the person who decided who was being publicly kind of crappy and the let's just mm-hmm. say public opinion wasn't on their side walks away and is like you know what mm-hmm. don't need that person mm-hmm. and then realizes that no other like famous people want to be with them because they saw what they were doing in sure. their previous situation and then she's already moved on and she's in an unbelievable relationship right. and then the dude marries, for lack of a better term, a normie, and it's like, oh my God, I've been more in love than I've ever been. There's some there's some recency bias there, you know what I'm yeah. saying? But also, like, that's just what you realized what was changing. So I know you're taking mm-hmm. offense at the notion that he's calling the Boston Celtics Lee one of the best franchises in What's NBA history. I, I realize that's that? grinding your gears. But All they had to say was, hey, I signed with the Boston Celtics. <laughs> Good luck to the Lakers on journey number 18. That's all I wanted him to post. Do you think he would have said the same thing if he'd signed with the historic NBA franchise of, I don't know, the New Orleans Pelicans? <laughs> Probably not. Charlotte Hornets. <laughs> I'm, know, I'm yeah, putting on right. for the city. <laughs> <laughs> the Hornets is a great example. Probably not. All I wanted. But, Listen, like, all- I don't think this is him, like, weighing in on – I think the Celtics are better than the Lakers. This is very much a I need it. How do you think Laker fans are going to take it right now? Well, I don't know. Yeah, I, I listen. I, I I'll say this, and I actually, I think this is a steal for the Boston Celtics. You just yeah, got Dennis yeah. Schroeder for five point nine million dollars, and right. this is after Kyrie and Kemba, you know, walked over the last couple of years, or you trade, or whatever the case is. I think this is a steal for them. And I actually think he could be a really, really good fit. He's around the same age of some of these other players. I know he's a little bit older. He's 28. I think he can excel with the Boston Celtics. But, again, this kind of puts a cap to the Dennis Schroeder uh, saga over the last couple of months, his journey with the Lakers, and then, of course, it ends with him signing a deal with the Boston Celtics. So we'll see what he does and what eventually happens with Boston. But four-year 84 ends up to one-year 5.9 million. I don't like saying it. I really don't. And even though he's leaving the Lakers and all that other stuff, I do feel bad for him. We got Ashley coming up next. Hit us on Twitter. Uh, if you got any Ashley's that you want Clinton Yates to read off, at 10 o'clock, we're going to spend some time, actually at um, 9.55, we're going to spend some time talking about Dodgers baseball and that uh, big win yesterday against the Phillies, snap an eight-game winning streak for the uh, for the Phillies. So we'll do that at 9.55. Ashley coming up next. Stay right here. Alan Sliwa and Clinton Yates, Travis and Sliwa Show on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI 
to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. All right, just a quick reminder. We're talking Dodgers baseball in about 10 minutes at 9.55. What's going on, Clint? What do you got over there? <laughs> All right, Ashley is brought to you by Kia of Carson. This summer, find your next car or SUV at Kia of Carson. Hurry into Kia of Carson for the best selection off the 405 at the Carson exit. Go to KiaofCarson.com. Dude, Ashley is hilarious. The got Carson's some interesting ones out there. Yeah, there's the some interesting ones out there. Drew in L.A., at Drew West L.A., Hashtag Astley. Does mm-hmm. Alan bang on the ceiling with a broomstick when his neighbors are being too loud? <laughs> no. I love that I, can, can, hey, kids, it's 9 p.m. Get up, right. Go to sleep. <laughs> hey, can I, can I tell you something? I, I, I'd feel too bad to do it. What I would do, if it's bad or something along those lines, I'll go knock on somebody's door. And this is, I mean, I haven't had somebody, I guess right now I have somebody living above me, but they're really quiet. I've never had an issue with it. Right. But I wouldn't do the, bang, I would respectfully knock on the door. Hey, if you don't mind, it's like Emily said, 9-15, <laughs> trying to catch the second half on NBA League Pass of the Summer League game from 19... 19- <laughs> 88. Please keep it down a little do bit. Over here, right. I don't need you messing up my flow. I just are you one? Wait, are, Clint, are you one of those? Are you? Not, I don't even say one of those. But like, if somebody's making too much noise, what what do you do? What's your game plan? Let me tell you something. I'm television. I'm thinking long term. I'm thinking long term. The handsome here. man community. I make the noise. That's how that works. Anyway, my point is is that I'm half joking there. But my point is is that what I'm having is a picture slee here is you uh-huh. standing on the Murphy bed <laughs> with the broom. <laughs> with the broom that because the Murphy bed the Murphy bed in the vaulted ceilings and it's a normal broom, the broom doesn't reach. So Slee sure. has to jump. I to gotta put hit I gotta put something seat. on the bed. I gotta put something on the bed. <laughs> Uh, what else you got there? What okay. else you got there? Um, <clears throat> let's see. Ashley, I'm scrolling through here because some of these questions are just they're just so good. What is your daily caffeine intake, Alan? All right. So as you can tell, th- this is how it works. We do our prep call at 7 a.m. Yeah. Emily, you've heard me sometimes, and I don't know if you can tell the difference, but I can definitely tell the difference. If I don't go to Starbucks at 6.45 in the morning to go grab my cup of coffee and I wait till after the prep call, prep call is a lot different. So oh. I got to have a coffee right out the gate. Get me a He's coffee holding right it in his out hand the gate. right now, guys. I can see it. Okay. It's a venti too. Okay. No no Laker game, no Lakers talk. No, I can, I'm good with my one cup of coffee. But if I got Lakers talk or a Laker game, I have to around 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, 3 o'clock, I got to have another coffee. So you have an after-school snack, if you will, yeah, for coffee. It's, well, think about this, Glenn. Like, even if it's just a Lakers show, 7 to 9, well, you did the show in the morning, so it's like, I got to have some kind of pick-me-up to keep it going. So, right. I, I'd say two cups of coffee a day. Okay. Ashley, let's see. Why <laughs> Why is Viggo Mortensen on the Orlando Magic Summer League team? Have you seen this picture? I don't even know who this player is. Have you seen this guy? I might be the only one. Funches, how much are you watching Summer League? I've, you see this I've, from I've seen that picture too, man. I've, I've heard Slim Shady. He looks like Slim Sh- Shady. Um, also, uh, I don't know guy. who this player is. He's like up. a guy that got drafted like in 2013. And he's, he's, just, and he's finally just coming to the States now and playing. I think he's, he's from like the Netherlands or something. He's 62 for the Magic. Never heard of him. I mean, he literally okay. does look he's, like Viggo Mortensen. 
Okay, Funches, explain this to us because you're kind of all in right now on on summer camp. Am I right on this on summer league? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I watch highlights. I watch some of the games. Yeah. Who is this guy then? Oh man, Twitter was buzzing about this guy. Um, he's a. I know he's a a, a pick from Orlando in 2013, 2014. Okay. He's he's from overseas. I want to say he's from Europe, obviously, and right. and he's coming over right now just to play. Okay. All right. He looks great. By the way, full sleeve tattoos, neck deals. I mean, this guy's got. It looks like he's wearing like a club wristband. You know what what if I he should have been in the crowd during like the Phoenix Suns games. Like <laughs> he would have definitely fit in there. <laughs> Clint, what would you do? In full 8K. What up? would you do if like we walked in the studio? We haven't obviously haven't seen each other face to face a long time, and I just full sleeve, full sleeve tattoo. What, I would, would ask you, look you at me who your tattoo artist was, so I could get a recommendation. <laughs> That's what I would do. That's the kind of guy. I would also ask how much you're making because that is expensive. That is pretty. That is pretty baller. I don't see that being an expenditure in the sleeve budget. The tattoos. That's the reason why he doesn't have it. He just can't can't justify that kind of. Pay your insurance. um, (laughs) Handle this. Handle that. And then tattoos. I have a separate line in my Microsoft Excel. (laughs) Slotted in his budget. Okay. Uh, Let's see. Ashley. See, some of these questions are mean, though. Like, do you think Dennis Schroeder brought, bought anything extravagant anticipating that $84 million deal like Michael Scott did when he bought that fur coat with the office surplus <laughs> bonus? That's not nice. I hope that's not. funny, but that's not nice. I hope not. I hope not. I really, really, really hope that he doesn't. Okay, I got one here. Yeah. Because I, I, this could be some uh, some fan participation here with Funches and uh, Emily. Big John, too. I was wondering, how do you think Travis is spending his vacation? A, enjoying his time with his family, or B, locked in a room spending hours perfecting his messy impersonation to unleash next week? I feel like he is trying out his messy voice for his children. Like, it's after dinner, Mm. everyone's had a few drinks, and he's just like, guys, guys, (laughs) this is really funny. Let me try it out for you guys. And And they're not paying attention. Yeah, he keeps doing it, and the wife is like, what are you doing? The kids are like, why is our dad doing this? Dad, not again. Right. Well, uh, let me tell you how this bit is going to (laughs) evolve if you're Travis. Travis, if you're listening, first of all, why? Second of all, thank you. Third of all, here's how you rotate the bit. Do the messy impression with a French accent now. That's how you do it because he's playing in Paris. That's right. I hadn't picked up on that slip. That's right. Clinton. The baby That's with right. the French accent is a legitimate advancement of the bit. Just saying. Okay. There's there's one other here that I want to get your opinion on because the dude attaches a photo of the Uncrustables and is asking you, uh, strawberry or grape Uncrustable? Oh, grape. What are we talking about here? Strawberry, to me, is a completely different sandwich on some levels. I'm a grape jelly guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Let Strawberry jelly is for biscuits. Grape jelly is for peanut butter Take your grape. Go sit in your side of the Lakers media room. I'll take my <laughs> strawberry. Go okay. sit on my side. <laughs> I'm glad. And let's just keep it at that. All right? I'm glad. Let's just both right. kind of separate yeah. ourselves. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm glad. We can, we can stay away from each other on that front. But, yeah, I'm a grape jelly guy for sure. And I'm also, quickly, yeah. Uncrustables are one thing. But if I'm at home. Uh-huh. Let me explain to you how I make peanut butter and jelly sandwiches. There are three pieces of bread, and the middle piece has peanut butter on both sides. Understand that. Okay. That's that's next level. I, I can't even comprehend you what you're that. talking about. You weren't even ready for that. All right. Uh, that's Ashley right there. ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. Drivers who save with Progressive save over $700 on average. Coming up next, let's talk some Dodgers baseball. Obviously, a big win against the Phillies yesterday. Not exactly the game that you thought. You thought Max Scherzer would go deep. Rain delay, hour and 45 minutes. But more importantly than anything else, Dodgers got the win. We'll talk about the Dodgers coming up next. Stay right here. 
Travis and Sliwa show. Clinton Yates filling in for Travis Rogers on 710 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.